Good day, people. Welcome to the Dr. Sleek Show. This is Dr. Sleek, the host. I hope you're all doing well today. Hope you are having a great day. Hope your day is going as planned. All right, people. Today, we have a guest in the house. Uh, But before we introduce my guests, uh, before I allow my guests to myself, let me say this to you listening out there. Now, whatever you do, do it with your heart, do it with your mind, and do it with your soul. And wherever life takes you, forge your own path and ensure that you leave your marks behind. All right, people, today, my guest is none other than a Cambridge certified ESOL teacher, a digital educator, a content creator, an editor, a media person. Before I move on, let me just introduce herself more. Welcome to the Dr. Sleek Show. Thank you, Dr. Sleek. It's my pleasure to be here today. Great. And the guest would love to know your name. I was just expecting with the way you were really now the whole qualification <laughs> all that. It was great to go on and on and on. Okay, I've just um I used I tell people I'm just Oge. My name is Oge Chonoha and um I'm a teacher, I'm an educator. That th- these are things that I hold very dear to my heart. I'm very, very particular about education. Um especially when it has to do with um, grassroots education. It doesn't have to be formal education. It can be informal. So you can call me okay, the teacher, the educator. Um, I'm into tech. I'm a social media manager. I'm a creative lead in um, a content company. So that's basically what it is about me. I'm a fun-loving person. I like to do some videos and all that, but generally, I'm just okay, a teacher, fun-loving, lovable, um, whatnot. Wow, interesting. Interesting uh, profile uh, submission here. Okay, you, you do it so much on being a teacher and teaching... I mean, what was what's the attraction for you? Did you, when growing up, have you ever uh, always thought of taking teaching as for yourself? No, no. Um, I wouldn't say um, I never considered teaching because that is the career part in my family for most members of my family. My mother is an educator. She has um, a school called Solid Fate. And um, I grew up around education around schools and teachers and all that but that was not my my i never thought i would be a teacher basically when i was nine ten or thereabouts you know when people get to choose their career path i never thought about being a teacher i actually thought about being um a computer scientist i was so good i was so good or something else related i was i was thinking about maybe being a physicist or something like that because i was good with math but then I also had love for literature. So I was thinking maybe I'll do law, maybe I'll do science. I believe most of my teachers will be surprised if they actually get to know that I took 
the art path. I didn't go, you know, science. Yeah. So, um, but then I thought about it, and when I was um, when I left secondary, I, I decided to do art actually. So for the love of literature and English language, so um, I was thinking I'll do law. I I started off thinking I'll do law. Then um, when I was around, because I left school at fifteen, and uh, I had to take up this little job as a teacher assistant okay. in school, and um, I really found it very very interesting. I I love the fact that I could you know teach someone. I could pack, impact knowledge into someone, get someone to understand a particular thing. It was just something I found that I can, I could do with ease. You know, it didn't matter how long it was taking. I didn't yeah. care about the words where or words or ease. I just wanted to do it. I just wanted people to know. I just felt that passion. I just felt I had that passion for people to know. So that's basically where I developed it. I didn't go on to study law. Or education in university. I did history and international relations because of you know teenage. There were other things I had in mind. Yeah. Yeah. So I just yeah. felt like, okay, I'll do um um I'll do history and international relations because I was thinking about working in the UN or UNICEF or something oh, like that. Oh, yeah, that's yes. all. I, that's that's the dream. Yes. History and international relations. I'm really sure. I'm really sure that. Was, but when we go to school, and you know, during the induction, we were told you wasn't working UNICEF. They can fit in, and then I was like, oh, okay, we are here already. So let's just with it and I graduated in 2013 um, since okay. then I decided to um, do teaching you know normally when you go for NYSE or something like that they tell you to do yeah. teaching so yes. I started doing teaching that was in Portacourt I started with this school and it was a huge impact I mean I saw teaching from a different perspective wow. this school was very I mean this is literally you know when you go as a teacher, you expect to um, be the person. Yeah. Well, I found out that I actually learned a lot about my person, wow. not just from the children, but from the management of the school. There was just this push to be a better version of yourself, no matter what you do, no matter where you are or who you are with. And it really encouraged me to take up teaching as a career path and for over five years of my life mm. i spent that teaching but what i did to better myself was that i had to get a couple of um qualifications just to back it up and uh, get together with my degree so that that's just how i found myself in teaching and i think that basically answers the question if i'm correct wow in fact you you answered it so well so well interesting um in all of this, your parents, they did not kind of like push you into doing something else different from what you desired or where, where you found yourself. Of course, there will always be the push. When I was in secondary school, I was um, a member of the press club Okay. and all the club. <laughs> you know, when you're just this kind of a person, I, I wouldn't know what to 
I wouldn't know the adjective to use for myself, but I was everywhere. I was doing very good at everything. So I was I was this kind of a person. My principal would say, um, you have to okay take off this junior student and mold him or mold her, make them follow your part and all that thing. So I was quite popular. I was very popular in school, very popular. It's not the most popular person in school. So I was that popular. And because of the part and because of my passion and then, you know, personal character and traits and all that, and maybe family background too, my father really wanted me to do law. Mm. He wanted me to be a lawyer. Just I think I have um, over five uncles who are lawyers. So mm. I was... I was. It was now on me to be the lawyer. But and, def- and probably you were his first daughter, right? You were his no, first I'm not the first. I'm actually the second. My my elder sister studied um, petroleum engineering, so I, there was that push. Do law. Okay, go on and do law. But I could not. At that point in my life, um, apart from being a confused teenager and all that yeah of course you know when i think one one of the um, problems we have in the nigerian education uh, education sector it's yeah. molding career choices they are not cancelled cancelling conferencing we, we do not really have that those there are no foundations for those things you know abroad you get to see where a child already knows and a child is molded following what he or she likes or something like that but there are no there are nothing like that yeah in, in the nigerian school system so i was kind of confused as a teenager on what to do mm. being that i was almost good at everything so i mean like you know and then my dad was pushing me to do law and all that um i had several um impediments i wouldn't want to talk about right now i tried it i tried it but um, it, could, it didn't work out so um while he traveled my dad traveled out of the country so somehow just managed to put myself in history and international relations and that was uh, but there was a lot of pressure there was a lot of pressure was he disappointed in you I wouldn't say he was disappointed. Of course, I'm a, my father's daughter. <laughs> you know, when you have your child, he's also maybe like, you bent, you know? So um, I think he was just like, ah, this child. So I think he just, he, 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 he was okay with it to an extent, I think. Will you call yourself a stubborn person? Will you see yourself as that? Sorry, I didn't get the question. Do you see yourself as being stubborn? Or someone who is go getter. I'm, I'm a go getter, actually. The word stubborn. I think what I am is principled. Mm. I'm a very principled person, and um, and society you do not know the difference between being stubborn and being principled. As long as you're not easy to manipulate, and being a woman, if you're not easy to manipulate or kicked to the back or something like that people people easily say you're stubborn but i do not see myself as a stubborn person i just believe in um setting up my goals following the right way to achieve them i um, i do not believe the end justifies the means you know no, i do not i believe whatever is worth doing is worth doing well so so yeah um that's kind of principled person that does not mean that i've not i've had some compromises in my life i have had 
quite a number of compromises in my life at different points. But then, generally, I'm just this very principled, straightforward person. I can imagine an Ogechi just grew at the age of 18 or 16 or 17. Like I said, I'm my father's daughter. <laughs> I am my father's daughter. <laughs> wow, wow. Interesting. Quite similar with my story, but I'm not talking about myself here. This is the Doctor's Big Show. And mm-hmm. it's you. Because I remember my dad also telling me, you must read law. He had so many law, uh, lawyer friends too. But I didn't see myself doing law. For me, I just I just could not picture a future with law. So I, I had understand. To go with history, and here I am. Oh, brilliant! Now, um, your journey through education, more like like a divine providence here, because if you if you have another chance to come back to life again, will it still be this for you? Yeah, if 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 I have an if I have an opportunity, if you know what they say, turning back the hands of time. If I can turn back the hands of time, I'd probably be doing um education, child psychology, mm. or something like that. Mm. Yes, that would be. That's when if I'm not going to do data, data scientist as a course or data science rather as a course or something, because these are two things I'm very passionate. All three things I'm very passionate about. That is um writing or anything around writing um education and tech so any of these three things these are what i know that if i have another short i probably study education as a major well uh, now i'm talking about your writing and your editing i read your write-up where you stated you clearly stated that you have written and published over 250 tech articles several document yeah. reports yeah and still counting yeah, of course it's still counting but for um for a while um taking uh, uh, that have been um, the writing part of me has been at the um has been pushed to the background because um, wow. i have a couple of things i have to wow. put for the editing part not the editing part i've been doing um majorly editing with just a few words here and there. Yes, yes, yes. Um, I worked with a tech company, Scott Space in Africa. I was the um, I was the senior editor then. It was just a startup, so um, we had to publish articles, write. Um, it was basically everything about the African space industry. We are talking about satellites. We are talking about um, astronomy. We are talking yeah. about space data and all that. So that was what we were doing curating reports for the African space industry for anyone who's interested. Yes, that was what, what we did basically. So as a senior editor, my work um, included writing articles, market analysis on different things and topics about um, about the, 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 the ecosystem. So that was basically where I had much of the outputs consigning um, tech, tech, yeah. Concerning tech or anything to do with tech. Uh, this is another phase of your life, and you're fitting in perfect uh, in the other previous phases of your life, education and all of that. So this is another phase of your life now that you're fitting perfectly now. 
yeah, I suppose it's, it's another phase, it was another phase of my life, but I think um, it was related. I, I'm a strong believer that um, whatever, whatever step or position you find yourself at any moment, it's really needed for you to, um, is a step to a higher place or a higher ground. So I believe the experiences I acquired as um, IGCSE teacher at the Cambridge um, checkpoints or whatever teacher um, gave me the knowledge I needed to function as a senior editor in this company. Yes, I've done a number of things too. I've, 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 I was freelancing with um, Nigerian Info for Tarkot at That's some it. point. Hello? I'm with you. Go on. Yeah, I, I was at Nigerian Info at some point, which is another story altogether. So um, before I had to move to Lagos and because of the space thing, but then I believe it was um, just an experience. It was a knowledge, it was the knowledge I acquired or the things I gained from being a teacher that helped me to leverage on the, on the tech jobs or something like that. I can see from everything you have um, dished out so far, the traveling aspect of you. You've lived in different parts of this country, right? Yeah, of course. Oh, that was that was that was something I did a lot, a lot of traveling. Yes, I have. And probably that was part of what inspired reading history and international relations too. Oh, actually, um, prior to. Um, you know, studying history and international relations. I just went to a couple of places, like just a few states. But after school, uh, that was when when I started traveling. So I wouldn't say it was what inspired my studying history and, in, and international relations. Actually, what inspired that was that hunger to work with UNICEF. Okay, I wanted to work with children. I wanted to make the world. Yes, I wanted to make the world a better place. And someone said something. I remember somebody during a conversation, somebody else was having a conversation. I can't really remember the scenario clearly, but there was a conversation and I overheard something about someone that studied history and international relations, um, working in UNICEF. And yeah, that's where his course fits, fits in. And yeah, look at what they were doing. Look at what they were doing. And I was really fascinated. And I just wanted to make the world a better place. And then I went to read about um, what UNICEF does, their projects all over Africa and other parts of the world. And I was like, oh my God, this is quite interesting. I want to do this. And that was how it went. And you, you will get there. You will get there. The dream is still there. And the fire is still on. Right? Yeah, of course. Fire is still. Yeah. You're walking towards it. It's it's obvious. You know, you know, getting to the top of or the summit of one's life, you know, you have to go through different routes. You know. Yeah, definitely. You know, before getting to where you are destined to be or where you want to be. Okay, before we wrap up this episode, because it's been very interesting having to talk to you. And definitely we know so much, so much to give that the time frame will not permit for this particular episode. We will not wrap this episode without talking about your role 
um, you are a creative lead at Rogue Inc. Media. Yes. Your pet project or where you work? Okay. Um, I I have a nine to five job, um, but I also have um another company. It's a company actually. It's, it's a content creation development company and i'm the creative lead i i had the vision to start working a long time ago but due to some things you know i wasn't really sure um if i should start or i shouldn't so i've been to a lot of places until during the lockdown i had to talk to myself i was i was having too many jobs coming for editing and stuff and people were like why don't you just start your own thing i mean yeah we see it's okay can't we just put something else and i was like okay um let's let's do this and that was how um working came about and since then i think we've 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 done quite a number of jobs with regards to um content creation and development We've done quite a number of jobs. So yes, um, pet project. The wilder I wouldn't refer to it as a pet project. It, um, when people talk about pet project, it's something they don't really give priority to. That's true. That's true. That's true. Yeah, or something on our side. But for me, Rogue Inc. is not on our side. Something that... Um, Rogue Inc. Is a, Rogue Inc. Rogue Inc is a lifetime addiction for you. Yes, exactly. Is the future. Rogue Inc. is the future. And I say amen to that. Okay, great. Great, great. And even the name is fascinating. You know, Rogue Inc. Quite literary. Your choice of words. Yeah, and really, you know, the, the rogue there does not have the, the, the normal English alphabet R. Yeah. Yeah, So people, um, we've been having a conversation with the delectable and uh, amazing Ogechi Onoha. Uh, she is the content or lead creator of Rogue Inc. And um, she is a, she's into digital digital education she's also a content creator media person and a data analyst um if you want to reach out to her for anything content creation for editing and proofreading for educational consulting management uh, she is at your service uh, all you need to do is you can follow her on Instagram. You can follow her on Facebook. And uh, I'm going to bring out Facebook name. So you go follow her. 
can send her a friend request and then she will accept type Ogechi that's her Facebook name or Ogechi Onoha Ogechi Onoha okay and then you can follow her on Instagram you you were offline I wasn't oh no yeah I, I, I thought you asked um, what the um, the the address is on Facebook so I said Ogechi Onoha Okay, yeah, but there was there was a break and I wasn't hearing at the time. Oh, oh, sorry. So, oh, were there okay. questions you asked? Maybe I, I could just uh, rerun them. Okay, go ahead. No, I'm asking if you, there were questions you asked which no, I no, didn't no. answer. Oh, no, all right. Not, no, no, I thought maybe you were off, so I had to just fill in the gap at that moment. Oh, okay. We're still here. Okay. Okay, okay. Um, so, um, Rogue Inc., very, very uh, catchy name. Okay, so can you tell the listeners how you can be of service to them or the areas where you can help out or where they can reach out to you for? Oh, okay. So, um, like I said, my name is Ogechi Onoha. I am your num. I mean, I am your go-to person when it comes to content creation. When I talk about content creation, I'm talking about um, all sorts of writing, ghost writing, storytelling, um, essays, um, web articles, documents, all sorts of white paper. I'm your go-to person when it comes to that. I we also I also do editing and proofreading, all kinds of editing. We are your show bet. When it comes to um, social media management, we are experts on social media management. Come to us, we'll help you put your brand in the internet map. We'll make sure you get the traffic you desire and whatever else you care about us, it has to do with um, social media management. We are here for you. So that is basically what we do. We'll be looking out for um clients <laughs> from great. from from this episode yes please oh brilliant um i wish we could go all day uh but we have to call it a wrap for this episode but you wouldn't leave without saying something inspirational to that young person listening out there i would love you to give a parting shot to that young person listening to you this very moment Okay, to every young person who is listening to me, this is it. Number one, make up your mind. Make up your mind. That's the first thing. Okay, what I say is this. There are three things you have to do as a young person. The first is why. That's the first question you ask yourself. Then the second is how. And the third one is when. If you work with these three things, you will achieve every of your goal. Then make up your mind, pursue your dreams. Do not take no for an answer. Just go for it. That's the goal. Go for it. So that is all I have to say. Awesome. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you for honoring our invitation. You're welcome. It's my pleasure being here. You're welcome. And we look forward to having you on subsequent episodes. Of course. We wish Rogue Inc. Um, successful growth 
Thank you. All of Rugging's endeavors. Thank you so much. Yeah. All right, people. That's our show for today. Uh, do not forget to drop your comments and do not forget to drop your feedbacks, and we will reply to each and every one of your comments and feedback. I mean, your comments and feedbacks. All right. Till we meet again. This is Doctor Slick. Do not do what I will not do. Stay blessed. Stay safe. And make sure you make someone smile out there. Bye.